0: This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Somage on VSN, the sports betting network.
4: Sunday edition of The Handle here on DraftKings Network. And v and Matt Brown, Mike Somage. We're proudly brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. And football game here in about a week. Oh, you don't want to leave with the Pro Bowl? Exactly a week. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a football game is going to be happening down the road from us here in Las Vegas. Starting to see everyone, the teams get in town today. So they will be rolling into town and we will start to hear about all of the narratives that go along to the game that probably don't mean anything, Mike, but we got to have something to talk about because we had two weeks to talk about a singular football game and, something's got to be said
5: it does i mean yeah. we're going to get the the mr irrelevant versus the mr mvp yeah. the battle of the tight ends we're going to hear all about kyle shanahan and the collapse down in atlanta it's going to be a fun week of storylines
4: sneak out of their hotel well, room and all that you know all
5: that's of what thing. i'm excited about okay we, they're all staying in lake las vegas yeah. so clearly like hey we do not want to be down by yeah. the strip for a week because something crazy is going to happen I, over under one and a half crazy things still happen before We're, this game.
4: Well, there will be crazy people go out there and try and do crazy things because people are, in fact, crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So that that's going to happen for sure. But can't wait for that game here in a week as we sit right now. 49ers are two-point favorites over the Kansas City Chiefs. That total still sitting 47 and a half. If you guys have not been paying attention to the line movement in this game, opened – Where it is now, got all the way down to one, now back up to two. There are a couple of rogue two-and-a-halves out there, but for the most part, two across the industry. On the total side of things, opened at 48, pretty much immediately gets down to 47-and-a-half, Mike. And then 47-and-a-half is where we have sat now for several days. And this this total, I mean, in concrete here, this thing (laughs) has been 47-and-a-half for uh i mean it, i think since about tuesday yeah it, it, we saw
5: it got down to 47 it ticked there and immediately got hit right back up to 47 and a half and that's where we've sat my guess is we're going to go off higher than this 47 and a half total i'm expecting over money to come in once you start seeing more recreational players want to play we're going to hear about how this game is in a dome how san francisco's defense has struggled it's patrick mahomes it's the san francisco offense i'd be surprised if we
4: don't kick off at 48 or higher yeah i am with you on the total. I. I'm, I know why we're at 47 and a half people came in and they're like, you know what, I will go ahead and take this number because I bet you this number is going to get exponentially higher. Some pretty smart people out there understand how this typically goes. What we've known about the Super Bowl in years past has been, it's pretty much one way traffic on favorites on overs on specifically over on the total. That said, we are in a new world of sports betting. There are a whole bunch more people not only betting into these markets, but a lot of people who are a little bit smarter about betting into these markets as well. We have some mature markets out there. There are some states that have now been live for several years. And so I still expect one-way traffic on this, but I don't think it'll be maybe as pronounced as years past because I think there'll be more people who come back in on the other side of things that we've had maybe, you know, let's talk it 10 years ago.
5: I I agree with you. We're going
4: to see quite a few over
5: tickets. But once this total pushes up to 48, even 48 and a half, I think you're going to see some immediate resistance with larger bets on the under. Once we get to that si- that number, the side is just fascinating to me. I mean, last year we saw Philly open, or sorry, Kansas City opens a two and a half point favorite that flipped all the way to Philly minus two and a half by the time that game kicked off. You mentioned people love betting the favorite. I'm hearing more and more chiefs out of people's mouths than I am hearing 49ers. Who, and so this may be one of those situations where it's the public dog, and let's not be shocked by this, right? It's a Kansas City team that has been underdogs in the last two rounds against Buffalo, against Baltimore, and not only covered but won those games and really felt like they were in control of both of those games for the mass majority of it. So taking the points with Mahomes is a, a recreational better, is something I think is going to be a very popular take.
4: We will go through, if we had $100 to bet on the game, what we would do, we'll go through if we had $1,000 to bet on the game, just give you an idea how we would kind of chop up. We know you're going to be throwing out there, not everyone has the same amount of bankroll, so we'll say, all right, listen, if you've got a little bit less to spend, here's what we're looking at. Here, you've got a little bit more to spend, here, what we would be looking at. Several, several guests here over the course of the next three hours as well, and we had a prop special show yesterday. If you were not able to tune in either yesterday or this morning, we had a replay, then head on over to the YouTube page and We have some clips up over there of some of the stuff that we were looking at, but one of the things that does stand out to me here is we're just seeing some of that over money in the prop market start to come in pretty good. Patrick Mahomes already up to 261.5 from a passing yardage perspective. Patrick Mahomes sitting about 256 on this thing open, so we've seen a full five yards move already on him. You can see since we made the graphic yesterday that's gone up up two yards because it was sitting at 259.5 when we did the show. 261 and a half now on Patrick Mahomes. We said this during the prop special, but it's worth repeating. And specifically for those of, that, that weren't able to join us, the the, the absolute superstars. We're talking the Mahomes, the Kelsies and the McCaffreys of the world. Lesser on to a lesser extent, the IUKs and Debo's and, and Kittles. Now they're superstars in our world because we're sports fans. But like to the general public, but your Mahomeses, your Kelsies, and your and your McCaffreys. I would be very shocked if this number isn't 264. Four by the time we kick off, I would be very shocked if McCaffrey's rushing prop isn't 93, 94, something like that. And same deal with Kelsey, because those guys are just not going to have very many people who are picking up their app for the first time all year and betting an under on them. And the people who do
5: want to bet the under are waiting to bet that under as Mm -hmm. well. So you're going to see this. These totals creep higher and higher and higher. And the one time they may drop is maybe half an hour before the game actually kicks off when limits are the highest and the number is the highest. So anyone who wants to come in on the under for large bets, that's when they're going to place them. So you'll see these numbers move up. I would put Pacheco in that, that list as well. I have heard a ton of I like Pacheco in this game as well from an over perspective, especially after what we saw Detroit able to do on the ground against this San Francisco defense. So if you're looking at any of these I, and even Mahomes rushing, which we just threw up here at 25 and a half, I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes and Purdy's rushing numbers both go up from what we're seeing right now. Uh, it, again, we may see them level out or go down a little bit right before the game, but up until Sunday, it's just going to be a wave of over money on these players because people don't want to come in and bet the under quite yet, and the people that do want to bet the under are waiting to do so. Interesting thing that I saw on Twitter one of the major sports books out here has 66% of their action on props right now. Mm-hmm. So you've you've seen a ton of people get in early on these props. We've seen most of them move to the over. So a lot of people who wanted the over have already put money in there and I think that's why we've seen things like Mahomes jumping up 5 yards mm-hmm. from what he originally opened
4: at. If you're looking at Mahomes over the course of the season now that we're up to 261 and a half, his mean passing yardage, which would be just his normal average passing yardage, is 257.9 over the course of the season, but his median pass yardage actually sitting at 245. This is actually one of the lines that I have circled to see just how high this thing gets to come in on the under, mainly because, listen, I like Pacheco, and I'm one of the guys You're that like Pacheco, Pacheco in this game. Yep. I do like Pacheco overs. I do think that they try to run the ball and try to run the ball a-, a bunch in this game, and I think they'll find some success if we look at what the 49ers did over the first couple of rounds, the first couple of games in the playoffs for them. Both teams able to find success on the ground, and if that's the case, now that we just continue to see tick 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 here home here on Mahomes. The there I think there's going to be a decent amount of value on the under if we get three or four more three or four more yards in on him I'm probably just going to go ahead and pull the trigger just in case there's some <laughs> smart group and there are smart groups out there that are waiting and they are waiting to pounce and so I don't want to get left in the dust here so I think if we see about a 263 and a half 264 and a half something like that I think that's when I will go ahead and enter here on, on Mahomes.
5: We always talk about making sure you tell a story with your same game parlays. When you're into the Super Bowl and you're playing a lot of these props, make you don't have to make sure they're heavily correlated, but make sure you have a story in mind as to why you are playing them. And for me, I like this game as an undergame. I think this is going to be a game where you're going to have limited possess- possessions on both sides. I do think Kansas City tries to establish the run with Pacheco. I, I think Kansas City is happy to give up. Three, four yards of carry to McCaffrey, if they can keep big plays away from San Francisco as well, that could lead to long drives on both sides. Mm-hmm. And even though you may see points, if you have multiple seven minute drives by both teams, you've just eaten up a full half of the game. It just right. limits the overall possessions, limits the overall plays, and that's going to play toward the under. And a lot of these guys, if that's the case, I am going to have more under bets. On player props, and I will have over bets in this Super Bowl.
4: And you look, and I know I know that number seems tempting on Mahomes, and, and from what we've known about Mahomes in this offense in years past, you look at it and you go, I don't care if it's two sixty one, I don't care if it's I don't care if it's two sixty three. I'm playing the over. It's Patrick Mahomes, and it's the Chiefs. Just to give you some context here, Mahomes was over the 261 and a half nine times. He was under at 10. One of those overs was 262. So if the thing gets to 262 and a half, then that's going to go down a game as far as to Tim to, to, to the over. And it's just a shift in the way that this offense functions. And it's and it's out of a lack of personnel. It's a lack of firepower. And it's a lack of, of splash plays too. That's the other thing about this offense that doesn't lend to what we see here from a high passing total yardage with Patrick Mahomes. Mike, we look at it and it's, there's not the guy that takes the top off. Of the, you know, yeah, you've got you want to say it, you got MVS, but like we're not.
1: Like, like, we're, let's
4: be for real. He gets yeah. he goes deep. He gets yeah, open. Yeah. Come on, uh, let's be for real. We're not counting MVS in this conversation. And so this offense is now built more on the long sustained drives. The you know what? Well, we're we're glad to take the play clock down to to six and seven seconds each time before we snap the ball, and all that. That is just the way that they've gone about it this year, and and obviously got them to the Super Bowl, so it worked out. Smart quarterback, smart coach, smart team. But we continue to see the over money come in, and I think it's because there's this perception about Mahomes and this team and the offense and all that, and it's just a different offense, a different team this year.
5: Uh, well, we also have heard this, this revelation that this Kansas City offense has had since Christmas where you've seen Mahomes take more control at the line of scrimmage. But when I look through the Kansas City Chiefs games, I think the best comp to this Super Bowl is the round two matchup in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And that game featured 51 points, went over the total, and the two quarterbacks passed for 215 yards and 186 yards. Yep. Mahomes went for 215, averaging 9.3 yards a pass. But we saw over almost over 60 runs in that game. Mm-hmm. And when you see the football run that many times, you're just going to end up having lower passing totals. And, and this is a Chiefs defense that you can run on. And McCaffrey was a very good running back. And this is a. San Francisco defense that we saw struggle with the run in a Kansas City offense that has had 24 carries in two of their three playoff games for Pacheco. If that's the game plan for Kansas City and you see San Francisco run, what are we going to see? 15 possessions
4: in this game? Yeah, it could be low. It could, for sure. Mike Randall gonna join us after a while here, talking the Super Bowl over from FTN. Adam Burke, our very own Adam Burke. Zach Cohen, our very own Zach Cohen, going to join us as well. Anthony DeBundo's going to join us. Nick Whalen is going to join us. We're gonna get all kinds of opinions today. We're loaded on this game and see how everybody. Maybe they agree with us. Maybe they think we're idiots.
5: I'm telling you, there's there's a theme that goes through this. It's gonna be interesting.
4: <laughs> we'll see. I don't think they're gonna think we're idiots. It seems I don't like think it, so. yeah, we've looked at that. but instead, if you got a hundred bucks. How are you going to play it? If you've got 1000 bucks, how are you going to play it? Stick around. We'll let you know here on the other side.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City.
2: Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it.
1: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't
3: even supposed to be my
2: That's my, my game, goodness,
1: bro. Bro. <laughs> Is the handle with Matt Brown
0: and Mike Summidge on V Sin, the sports betting network.
4: With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love with first bite with our tender, tender, juicy steaks, burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. Omaha Steaks, you're guaranteed that you are going to love it, Mike. For a limited time, and you can go to omahasteaks.com/vsin, that's slash v s i n, for free air chilled chicken breasts and for free juicy boneless pork chops, and listen, we figured out air chill, it's the best way to chill the chicken breasts. Oh, air chill them. We, we, we decided that as well, and you get yep. four of those for free. Go to OmahaStakes.com slash Visa, a minimum purchase may apply over there at Omaha Steaks. Matt Brown, Mike Somich coming to you here, and the prop menu is so massive. It's large. We're sitting here looking, we're, we're about to tell you guys, if you got a $100 bankroll, this is, you know, a way that we might go about doing it. If you got a $1,000 bankroll, this is, you know, a way we might go about doing it. We're trying to look up some, just, just some other numbers to see, it. it's like, it, it, where is it, that? And, yeah, we're, to find it. we're just like sitting here scrolling for days, like going through. It. It's like, again, you have to, you have to take them all in because there's something that's going to, you're going to go through and you go, oh, I didn't even think about that. I kind of like that one's good. And you, but just set aside an hour, mm-hmm. you know, like just, you're going to need an hour. To get through the prop menu for sure.
5: You almost want to take notes as well. Maybe set up <laughs> yeah, a spreadsheet we're, we're, so you can yes. like have a little chart yes. that flows. Okay, go to game prop player <laughs> longest possible reception. Like it, it, yes. it gets complicated in here. I'm not gonna lie with all the different options you got.
4: Yeah. So is it under there? It is It's under leaders.
5: Leaders. Okay. It's,
4: it's under leaders, and so I, you'll we'll tell you what that is, here is. We'll is fill just, you in yeah, in a second and, here. And just, just a second. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, we understand. Not everyone has the same bankroll, and you might have your your rich buddy might have $10,000 to bet on the game and you might have $100 to bet on the game. It doesn't matter. You still can have a ton of fun no matter what your bankroll is for a game like this. So we decided like, hey, listen, let's say we had a $100 bankroll that we were going to be able to put down on the game. How might we divvy it up? And so I went ahead and, and, and slung around my $100 here. <laughs> and, you know, listen, I, the first one that I haven't, and this is, I went with a specific strategy. I think you kind of did too with, if I've got a hundred bucks, I'm probably looking to, to to run it up, right? I mean yeah. like that's it's it's a okay, I'm just going to take my 100. Let's see if I can come out of this thing with a nice little profit. So I played everything that had some bigger numbers attached to it because you're not trying to grind out 110 on your 100, you know? Like you're 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 not trying to get 152 out of your 100. You're trying to make some money here. So that's what that's that was the the route that I went. See, I I took a similar
5: route mm. and I went with okay, I'm going to take two props I like it plus money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my two favorite props in the game so that I, and if they both hit, I break even. And then I'll also have a same game parlay where if I'm able to hit the two I like the most, I'm Mm -hmm. even with then some upside with both the same game parlay and the other two props.
1: I
4: like it. So I went ahead with the hundred bucks and I said, hey, listen, um, 25 bucks on any player to have 150 plus receiving yards in this game. And now this is a bet uh, kind of against my, almost against my my game here, which is I'm, <laughs> I'm on the Chiefs side of things. And certainly if there's a guy to have 150-plus receiving yards in this game, it is more likely to be a 49er. By the way, all three of their guys basically got here. Kittle had a 149-yard game over the course of the season, but the other two guys had 150-plus-yard receiving games. So you have three different guys capable of doing that on just the 49er side of things. And then Kelsey obviously had 172 yards. So Kelsey has had a game in which he's gone over 150 yards as well. This was mainly along the lines of, I did think this was a bet in which could still favor me on the Chiefs, which would be if the Chiefs get up in this game, then there's an abandon the run strategy from the 49ers side of things. And maybe you get some soft coverages and maybe at some point along the game, Ayuk is already at 105 yards or something, or whoever. Debo's already 105 yards, or even Kittle's already 105 yards, whatever it is, and then you get those soft coverages. You move the ball down the field, and then maybe I can get home with this 150-plus. It's a plus 285, by the way, if you're wondering.
5: It'd be interesting, too, to see if Snead does follow Debo around. Mm -hmm. Because if he does, then all of a sudden, I think Ayuk has a a pretty decent chance at this going against uh, the second cornerback there for Kansas City. And then, I look, it's really a two-man game at Kansas City, right? Mm -hmm. It's Rice and it's Kelsey when you're looking through the air. If San Francisco's game plan is, hey, we're taking away Kelsey, it allows Rice to have the opportunity to have a monster game. And 150 is not out of the realm of possibility with the number of targets he's seen so far this postseason.
4: So I went ahead and put 25 on McCaffrey to be the first touchdown scorer. Again, this is plus 340. We talked about this a lot yesterday. You can go to the clip on the YouTube page to get even more context into all this. But listen, he's he scored touchdowns in 15 and 19 games, <laughs> and in any time inside the five yard line, he's going to get a crack at it. And if they get the ball first, if they end up getting the ball first, this is—it's very likely that he has a chance at getting this done. And so again, at 340, I get it, it's not as—it's not super super long, It's certainly not the long numbers you get on a lot of these things. But hey, we're taking our 25. We're going to try to get it over three to one on that. I have Debo Samuel as the, um, as the longest reception in the game. Uh, Debo is a guy that is just unbelievably, ridiculously talented with the ball. Once he gets it in his hand, the yak, as you know, just an absolute monster. You're getting that at plus 550. Debo has taken several eight yard passes and turned those into (laughs) 70 yard passes um, over the course of the season. So do like that one a ton. And, and for my final 25 bucks, Hey, Let's try to, you know, let's try to hit almost a 7-1 here. Yeah, a little same-game parlay action. Let's take an alt line on the Chiefs at minus 2.5. Pacheco to go over 60 yards rushing. McCaffrey under the 97 and a half, and this plays into the Chief winning the game. Pacheco getting a bunch of rush yards, and then the uh, 49ers having to maybe go to the pass a little bit earlier than they want to. And then Purdy over 11.5 rush yards. Gets us plus 675 there. We talked about the Purdy rush yards. It is a prop that I have in my account. Whenever the Chiefs play as much man as they're going to play, if they get as much pressure as they have all season long, which, by the way, the third highest quarterback pressure rate in the entire NFL, it does create running lanes. And we've seen over the course of the playoffs, Purdy's, Purdy's okay taking it. And he's, he's, he's okay taking off here. We're not asking for very much. If we can get three or four scrambles, I think we can get to the uh, to the 12 yards needed there.
5: You know he's going to have confidence in his legs as well mm-hmm. after that last game where he ran all over Detroit, specifically in the second half, to help bring back that uh, that San Francisco 49er team. All right, let's jump over to my $100 suggestions here. I'm going to start out with Rasheed Rice most receiving yards in the game. I talked about mm-hmm. how it's really a two-man game in Kansas City. I think they do try and take Kelsey away. That means Rasheed Rice gets absolutely fed here. He's plus 320. I think that number's wrong, especially when you look at the the San Francisco side where you've got four viable targets to get the football out of the backfield. If this is a, a lower possession game and those targets are split, I feel like it's one of the two Kansas City guys. I'll take the bigger price here with Rice at plus 320. I like the second quarter to be the highest-scoring scoring quarter for a couple reasons. First off, we've heard a ton about the Chiefs' trend in the second half. Uh, they are 18-2 and two to the under in the second half, 19-1 and one to the under in the fourth quarter specifically. Well, the second and fourth quarter are the two favorites. To be highest-scoring quarters, if you look at the lines, 7.5 for the first and third quarter, 13.5 for the second and the fourth quarter. I'll go ahead and take the bigger price. The fourth quarter is the favorite here at plus 150. I'll take the bigger price at plus 165 in the second quarter. Hopefully the offense ramps up heading into halftime there. Uh, I like McCaffrey quite a bit over his 89.5 rush yards. I'm going to put 25 of it there. That's a spot where I just I think McCaffrey is able to get four to five yards. And I think the Chiefs are okay with him getting four to five yards for the majority of this game and wanting to really limit those possessions. They may try and step it up in the second half and stop him. I also think it's likely that McCaffrey rips off a 30-yarder at some point here, and that really makes it easy for him to get over or 90 yards or more rushing there. And I'm going to put 20 on use check here over a half reception. I wish there was a yardage prop because it would probably be sitting somewhere in like the two-and-a-half to three-and-a-half yard range. Mm -hmm. I would love his over on that number. Right now it's not available, so I'll go with the over a half reception in this spot. And I'll close it out with the same-game parlay here. I'm going to move the Chiefs up to plus three. I'm going to take over on the McCaffrey rushing yards, over on the – that should be. that should be over on the, the Rice mm. receiving yards there. And then under on the Purdy pass yards, because I do think he is going to struggle on the passing there, uh with the pass yards against the San Francisco or against the Chiefs secondary. That's 13 to 1 there. So Chiefs plus three, McCaffrey over 90 yards rushing, Rice over 66 and a half yards receiving, and Purdy under 244 and a half yards passing.
4: Yeah, if we go in and and this was, like you said, kind of playing into kind of playing into how you think that the game might go. You look at the McCaffrey rush yards. I think a lot of people might look at that and say, wait, if you like the Chiefs, then how are you on the over on McCaffrey rush yards here? I'm assuming you're just looking at a volume play here that that McCaffrey, we already know that the, the he's already set for the for the game at 18 and a half carries. I think you're thinking maybe that could be even more.
5: I am. I, I look at this and, and when I watch that Baltimore game and we've heard it, we've had, A bunch of people criticize Baltimore's coaching staff for not coming out and running the football more. It's the Chiefs' defense. It's fourth against the pass, 26th against the run. You want to come out and run the football against them. We saw Buffalo able to do that. I would expect you're going to see San Francisco say, you know what, we're going to come out and we're going to run the football, especially with how Brock Purdy's looked Mm -hmm. in the first half of these last two games. You don't want to sit there and say, we're going to leave it all on Brock Purdy's shoulders, especially early here. So I think they're going to come out, establish McCaffrey, and the Chiefs are willing to give up rushing yards. They're they're fine with giving up 75, 80 yards to a runner. They're willing to make you drive all the way down the field and assume at some point you're going to miss a third down. You're going to make a mistake. So I, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with the McCaffrey over rush yards. So I think he gets a, a boatload of action in that this
4: game. That is, that is, we are pretty simpatico on everything except for that's the only one where I I cannot I can't get there. I think they're I think Debo siphons off three or four carries from him. I think that there's a chance that the Chiefs get out to a lead in this thing and he ends up becoming more of a pass catcher. That's the only one. We're we're pretty simpatico on most things with this game. I just can't get there on that with McCaffrey. I am
5: factoring in the Shanahan is not gonna go crazy factor here. I think Mm -hmm. he is going to come out with a rather vanilla game plan and not get too far outside the box, especially early. And I think that just leads to more McCaffrey here. You ride the horse that got you here and that has been McCaffrey.
4: Let's see if Mike Randall thinks that uh, if McCaffrey is going to get over or under, maybe he doesn't have an opinion at all on all that the chief content officer from over at ftn network coming up next here on the handle
0: this is the handle with matt brown and mike Summidge on vsin the sports betting network
4: Hey, listen, we know y'all got lives out there. You can't watch every single hour, every single minute of every single show all day long. Well, that's why you become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You can go into the website, you can watch show replays, you can get the picks on the VCN.com slash picks page, you get the best bets email, you get the betting splits, you get the betting guides, all of that for just $199 when you use promo code handle H-A-N-D-L-E. Do not put that E before the L H A N D L <laughs> E $199, gonna save you some scratch along the way. We decided it's over 50% off and if that's not correct, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah no, it, it is. I am yeah. 100% sure it's there over
5: is. 50%. Or it's over 50% off. And the beauty of that, you can watch the handle wherever you are. If you miss us live, it's fine. You go, you watch us at the gym. You can watch us when you're drive. Well, don't watch us when you're driving. But
4: you get the drift. It's always available on there. You want to be a hardcore fan. You can watch us while you're driving. Matt
5: said to do that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, you know, listen, watch at the red lights, yeah. whatever it might be. com. Watch when you're driving. Slash, so now. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> subscribe. All right. Joining us here. Talking some, I don't know, maybe, maybe some football. Maybe, maybe a little maybe football. a little bit of football. There he, is a game coming up. He's the chief content officer over the FTN network. He is Mike Randall. Mike, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it.
1: I mean, one week away, we have football here. We're anxious, but ready to go.
4: <laughs> yeah, it is. It uh, is. It's that time where, you know, everyone coming in and, and giving us their very best bets and all of the, you know, before we get to the stuff that's actually in your account, as this matchup got made, the spread came out, the total came out, your first blush, did, did, you, did you instantly gravitate towards the side? Did you instantly gravitate towards an over and under anything like that whenever all that came out?
1: Yeah, I gravitated towards the Chiefs. I, ra- I raised the white flag, guys. The Chiefs just continue to outperform. <laughs> Their defense has really improved. That's the key, and that's what I'm backing here right away. The line is sharp. It's gone back and forth. San Francisco has played them already. We know this, but my initial gut reaction was the Chiefs as an underdog. I'm raising the white flag. Patrick Mahomes, you got me. I am done doubting you again, going with the Chiefs. That was the first mm-hmm. look.
5: Good man. I agree with you. I'm glad you're on yes. board with this, this Chiefs train here. I've, I've enjoyed having them the last couple of weeks. Hopefully they can keep it going one week from today. you got a, a plethora of props in the account already. Let's start at the running back position because this is one that Matt and I have gone back and forth with both McCaffrey and Pacheco. I have no Pacheco opinion. We disagree on McCaffrey. Where are you sitting with these running backs and their rushing totals?
1: Yeah, first one I hit right away was Isaiah Pacheco over at the time, 65 and a half rushing yards. It's probably around there right now. He's a workhorse for Kansas City's ground attack. 18 or more carries in four of the last six. And guys, what I like to do is tether the props to how I think the game plan is going to go. Everyone knows in the world that the Chiefs receivers have struggled outside of Rasheed Rice. Everyone knows that Travis Kelsey, who was really good last week, hasn't had a ton of 100-yard games. So what the Chiefs have done is turn to a rushing attack, and Pacheco's been the workhorse. He had over 20 carries in the opening game in the playoffs against Miami. He had over 90 yards against Buffalo, and he had 24 rushes for 68 tough yards against that Baltimore stout run defense. They are going to attack a San Francisco rush defense that is 15th in DVA per Aaron shots here at FTN. And I have no reason to think that he's not going to get over this number ground and pound. Give it to Pacheco one, because he's been efficient and two out of need, unless you think MBS is going to go wild and be wide open over the field, even though it hasn't been all year long. We're
4: talking to Mike Randall. You can catch him on the Twitter machine at Randall Rant. Mike, uh, you know another guy that has really uh, every time the playoff rolls around, it seems like Mahomes is going for. It feels like he rushes for like 130 <laughs> yards in a game. I know it, he doesn't, but it's like every time you look up, he's scrambling, he's running, he's doing, he's getting that extra one yard because he knows the defenders can't hit him, which is great whenever you're betting it over on a quarterback. What do you like with Mahomes and his legs?
1: Well, 75 rushing attempts this year, guys, most in his career. 389 yards, career best. Now he faces the San Francisco defense that has allowed the 10th most rushing yards to opposing quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. 44, 39, and 29. Go, guys, go back last year to the 29. His last three attempts in that game were something like minus three, minus five, minus six. So he was way over 40. Again, receivers can't separate. I would like to think that San Francisco is gonna be able to contain Travis Kelsey to a little bit better than 11 out of 11 for a buck 10 in a touchdown like Baltimore struggled with. So I think he's going to have to run again. The guy does whatever it takes to win. He has rushed over this number. It's at 25 and a half, I think. I am going over on Mahomes again because, again, it struggles to get pressure on him. The offensive line has been good, and he will run if he has to because the receivers are not open. Highest rushing attempts, highest rushing yards, has rushed in the Super Bowl. Team that doesn't really stop the run for quarterbacks. Check, 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 check.
5: We've seen him take off on critical third and fourth downs in the playoffs Mm -hmm. over the last five, six years, and it seems like he's always able to pick it up. And just not a wonderful performance from that San Francisco 49ers defensive line against Detroit. It seems like he'll have plenty of opportunities to do so. Let's shift gears here, and let's talk about our boy MVS here. Mm -hmm. We were just talking about longest reception in the game. Uh, Scantling right now sitting at 10-1 to in that market for longest reception. You like his over on the receiving props. This is one that Matt and I both agree with you.
1: Yeah, I do because MVS, I believe in momentum, has started to get going over the last two games. He did lead the Chiefs. I know this is shocking in route participation for FDN here, 62.2% route participation. That's eight percent higher than Rasheed Rice. So rule number one: if you want to hit this, you want a player to be on the field a lot. So I actually like MVS over 18 and a half receiving yards. The last two games, he's actually been fairly good. He's hit some deep passes. That's who they're looking for. You had four receptions, 100 receiving yards in the last two playoff games. That doesn't sound like a ton. But again, I believe that the Niners are going to be able statistically to limit tight ends. So I think they're going to focus on Kelsey. All I need, guys, is for MVS to get loose for one. With the game on the line in the AFC Championship, who do they go to? Even though he drops a lot of passes, MVS. He's a veteran. He runs routes. Let's hit it here for the over with his receiving yards in the Super Bowl.
4: Mike, we know Brandon Ayuk is capable of going nuclear in any game. We saw multiple just gigantic games out of him, but there are also some on the other end of all this. What do you see for him in the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, the issue with Brandon Ayuk, as much as I love him and he's fantastic, he has dominated here for San Francisco being fantastic as a producer. Really has taken a step forward, but I am going under on his receiving yards, 61 and a half. We have him projected here at FTN for 56 and a half. My issue is that Kansas City number 5 at defending wide receiver ones per DVOA. You know they're strong, you saw them lockdown Miami, Buffalo, going straight through to Baltimore. Zay Flowers did okay, but it's a different type of receiver with Ayuk. I'm going under on Brandon Ayuk. Love him as a receiver. Don't love him in this matchup. And again, Sneed will be all over the place, and the statistics prove out that they are tough on wide receiver one, so that's what we're going with.
5: Yeah, Excellent pass defense for their Kansas City. It's going to be interesting to see where Snead ends up on the field. If he decides to shadow Samuel, if he decides to shadow Ayuk and and how that plays out during the game, because he has been an absolute shutdown corner for them so far this year. You mentioned the tight end specifically with how San Francisco is looking to defend them. We've got Kittle here. We've got Kelsey here. Two prolific tight ends. Do you like any of the player props on those tight ends?
1: Yeah, for the tight ends here, I'm going Kelsey under 70 and a half receiving yards. We haven't we have projected for 63 and a half here at FTN. The problem is that the linebackers on San Francisco are really strong, and they limit opposing tight ends. They rank actually top 10 in limiting opposing tight ends. That's what I think they're going to key on with Kelsey. Guys, just think this through. You saw Travis Kelsey rip apart Baltimore. You have to think that San Francisco realizes that he is the key to stopping this passing attack. Yes, Pacheco's going to run, but I think they're going to let that happen. Yes, Rasheed Rice is dangerous, but he runs a different sort of route tree. Kelsey is the focus. He's the engine that makes it go. It's who Mahomes is looking at. And statistically, they've been successful per DVOA at limiting tight ends. So we're going under with Travis Kelsey. You know, it's a tough number. We have Taylor Swift. We have all the reasons to bet Travis Kelsey over. We're going under to be contrarian here at FTN going under that seventy
4: and a and all right mike we're seem to be on the same page with you with the vast majority of these so let's say we're all wrong what happened what goes <laughs> wrong here what is the reason that we are wrong in all of our thinking the way this game's going to go
1: yeah if we're wrong matt the reason is this basically finally the defense for the chiefs who i had questions about coming into the super bowl finally struggles to attack a versatile San Francisco offense. Debo, Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey proves to be too much, and the Niners are able to do what we all thought Baltimore was going to be able to do, which was limit the run and limit their options, which are certainly just really Rice and Kelsey. That is what has to happen. Everyone thought that was going to happen with Baltimore. That would be the scheme. That would be the way it would go. If you like San Francisco and you want to bet some props, that's what happens. Is they finally crack Spagnola's defense and the Niners' offense with Brock Purdy is too many short West Coast offense passes for the Chiefs to limit.
4: He is Mike Randall. You can find him over at the FTN Network and on the Twitter machine at Randall Rant. Mike, thanks for the time, buddy. And uh, I hope you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're yeah. right. So I hope you're right.
0: <laughs> I like
5: your opinions, Mike. Thank you for the time. Thanks, guys.
4: Oh, man, that's again, Pacheco over on his rushing yards. Mahomes over on his rushing yards. He likes the Chiefs at two, two and a half. Valdez Scantling over on his receiving yards and under on Brandon Ayuk and an under on Travis Kelsey, kind of going back to the thought that you and I had of the, you have to imagine the first thing said in the defensive meeting was, okay, Travis Kelsey's not going to beat us.
5: Yeah, and that's, that's one of the reasons I like Rice and why I talked about him in the last segment. I think that if they do try and take away Kelsey, it sets up Rice to have a big day. Interesting with the MVS. that that he, Another person on, the, on the, uh, the Valdez-Scantling prop on the over there. I'm going to look up at, at the break here what we can get from a ladder perspective on Valdez-Scantling because it feels like if he goes over 18 and a half, he's got a very good shot at going over 25, going over 40 because you're looking at those explosive plays down the field from him.
4: Guys, if you got a $1,000 bankroll, you're going to invest $1,000 into the Super Bowl, how might you go about that? Well, me and Mike broke down how we would invest $1,000 into the Super Bowl market, and we'll let you know what we did when we come back. Stick around.
3: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
6: Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
0: This is the handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network.
4: Hey, you've got a smartphone, head to the app store, download DraftKings Sportsbook right now. When you do, you're going to make a deposit and use promo code VSIN, B-S-I-N, that $5. And when you bet that $5, you're going to look in your account and waiting right there for you, 200 instantly in bonus bets by just using that promo code VSIN, DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours, Matt Brown. Mike Samish just talked to Mike Randall, who... Great opinions, by the way, that guy loved his takes. Just
5: great opinions, that fella. <laughs> he did not answer the McCaffrey rushing yards he, he, prop, though. He, he,
4: he didn't. So he, we're we're o for zero zero with five guests. We got four left. He he didn't answer that one. Trying to break a tie between me, and me. we're on opposite sides. We're on we're 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 pretty pretty aligned for most part. I I'm on the the underside of things with McCaffrey. I'm trying to wait for that number to tick on up, but. You just let me know that actually is going the other direction.
5: It is ticked on down. We're now at 88 and a half for McCaffrey rush yards. We're at 89 and a half yesterday.
4: Well, we have seen some movement since yesterday as well. And we'll go ahead and talk about that as we kick off our hypothetical $1,000 bankroll here for the Super Bowl and how we might go about spending that. And my very first one is, unfortunately... No longer available. Um, well, it's still available. It is available. It's <laughs> not the same price. <laughs> not at the same price and not at even close to the same no. price, unfortunately. Yesterday, if you wanted Isaiah Pacheco as the leading rusher in the Super Bowl game, you were getting plus 170, and that's what I wrote down. And, and, and doggone it, that's what I'm going with. But uh, actually, if you head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook right now, it's plus 140.
5: Interesting that we've seen Pacheco tick up a yard, McCaffrey ticked down a yard, and that prop ticked down 30 cents.
4: Yeah, it seems as if seems correlated. Are, yeah, are on the old Pacheco train here with all that, but I said 200 of my thousand on Pacheco to be the leading rusher in the game, and listen, this goes along the lines of how I think the game is going to go. I think you get a run heavy approach from this Chiefs team, and further, if we're talking about, it's basically a head to head between him and McCaffrey. I mean, barring injury, it's, it's a head to head. Both of these guys are the bell cows. They don't really give up very many touches, but the thing about Pacheco is he didn't really give up any touches as to where McCaffrey does give up two or three touches to Debo per game. I think that that factors into my opinion here. I also think that maybe Debo trying, maybe they try to get Debo, force him another couple of carries in there, and if that's the case, if we're talking about all things being equal, if they're going to end up getting about the same amount of carries in the game, then this number was wildly off at 170, now 140 it starts to get back into where it probably should have been in my personal opinion. Um, So it's hard to fully endorse this kind of now at this point. But again, I like the Chiefs. If the Chiefs are going to win, I could see Andy Reid in the fourth quarter just riding Pacheco over and over and over and over again, bleeding the clock, keeping McCaffrey on the sideline. So maybe I end up getting with Pacheco, actually more carries in this game, than um than McCaffrey had. Interestingly enough, in all the playoff games so far, Pacheco has been the leading rusher in the game. McCaffrey's not been the leading rusher in either one of their um either one of their playoff games so far. So with that, anyway, that was the bet, but unfortunately it's, it's at one forty now. Now any
5: any concern here with McKinnon coming off IR and opening his practice window here a week before the
4: Super Bowl. Yeah, I I think McKinnon would be a you you put him in if They're you're trailing down back. if you're yeah. if you're trailing he becomes your yeah, he becomes your You're receiving back. And And he would
5: get the carries that that Edwards Lair would have gotten if he is in the game. There wouldn't be any additional carries taken Mm -hmm. away.
4: I have $250 on Brock Purdy to throw an interception. And we talked about this several times ad nauseum over the course of the playoffs. So, the course, the guy was a turnover-worthy machine. Now, it didn't (laughs) always equal turnovers. We saw a lot of times he got – he was on the right side of variance. but. He continues to put the ball in danger, and that's all we can—that's all we can bank on. Whenever we make a, a bet like this, we're betting that Brock Purdy is going to do what he did all season long, which is throw the ball towards the other team multiple times a game. Now, whether they catch it or not, I can't. I, I, there's nothing I can do about that. But I will go ahead and say that he will do that yet again. And if the game goes like we have said, which is hey, the Chiefs are going to be in the lead. Chiefs are going to be winning this game. Then I might be getting extra attempts out of Purdy as well in this game. And obviously, the more he throws, the more chances I have of him throwing an interception.
5: I I, I don't disagree with this one. Mm-hmm. It's the question of whether or not Kansas City will catch the football, because yeah. there will be one to two opportunities that are very good for them to intercept it, and will they be able to catch it? And it has been a pretty good secondary from an yeah. interception perspective. So don't mind the the play there on Purdy's over interception.
4: Put 50 bucks on George Kittle to be the leading receiver in the game. This is more just of a numbers play of plus 450. These perimeter receivers are very, very good for the Chiefs. And so middle of the field seems like the opportunity for the 49ers. And again, this goes back to the whole Purdy interception thing. This goes back to the whole Pacheco from a rushing yards perspective. If the 49ers get down, they're going to be throwing much, much more. And if they go path of least resistance type stuff, it would be the more over the middle stuff over and over and over again. I could see a scenario play out where if the Chiefs are up 10 at any point in this game where Kittle just keeps getting those little eight, 9, 8, 11 yards over the middle. Boom, 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 boom. Chipping the ball down the field again. That's four, plus 450 for Kittle to lead the game in receiving yards. $200 Chiefs most time of possession. Again, this is all just correlated to how I think the game is going to go. Chiefs, they're running the ball with Pacheco. I like Pacheco with the rushing yards. They're going to be possessing the ball and all of that. So I have them with the most time of possession. $100 on the Chiefs' longest field goal made. This is one that I was actually pretty shocked that it was as as even as it is. Mm -hmm. They will unleash Butker from anywhere. I mean, Butker is like... Fifty-five, plus, like they don't care. Like they, they, will let him go.
5: Significantly better kicker. Yes, and that's a huge advantage in this spot. We saw Moody miss one in the mm-hmm. NFC t- title game from I believe it's like 45, mm-hmm. 44 yards. So you, you have the opportunity here for he missed one on San Francisco side, whereas Kansas City is going to be able to kick it from very long, and the conditions are great, which means they'll bring Bucker out from even yeah. further.
4: Yeah, he he has a sixty-yarder on the year, he has a fifty-eight-yarder on the year. Whatever. So uh, Andy Reid has full confidence in, mm-hmm. in in Bucker. They'll let him kick from from anywhere. So I was shocked that this one was close. As it was, and then turn the bucks on Mahomes MVP. We already talked about this. It's basically a money line bet on at a better price. It's basically a money line bet at a better price on the Chiefs, because if the Chiefs win nine times out of 10, Mahomes is going to be the MVP of the game. I'll go ahead and take the, uh, the plus 125 on that.
5: I like the last one quite a bit. We'll go to my $1,000 here, and I, I played that last one pretty heavily. Oh, my, all right. my opinion here, when I'm playing, what this is close to where the, the stakes I'm generally mm-hmm. playing, right? So if I'm have, if i splitting it up here, I'm going to put a large chunk on my biggest opinion. My biggest opinion here is that Kansas City wins this football game, and it's because Patrick Mahomes is able to beat up that secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I, I'm a, going back and forth mm-hmm. on Pacheco rush yards, right? And it's why I like Rice being able to go over his total. I think Mahomes slings it around, and there is a world here, where this is a close game late and Mahomes leads that drive. And if that's the case, there is no way this is going to anyone but Mahomes. Right now, the money line sitting at plus 105. I have a fair money line value here around plus 115. I could take Mahomes and get plus 125. That's where I'm going to put the majority of my money on here because to me, it's heavily correlated to do the Chiefs win this football game. I think it's correct and at plus 125, I'm getting the correct money line that I believe you should be getting on the Chiefs versus the current one available at at, my, at plus
4: 105. And one other thing that we can that we can say with this one is to, as well. As we get closer to game time, more than likely, this money line is only going to get worse on the Chiefs. And so it presents an even better bet to just bet Mahomes as the MVP because we know the dog money line typically gets hit a ton by people as we get closer to the game because people just want to get, they want to bet. They want to receive more money, than they bet like they, yeah. they just like, they just like doing that, so this will actually become an even better bet as the week progresses
5: and currently a week out, Mahomes is the most bet player to win MVP, which also means you 're probably going to see this number go down, especially if the chiefs number goes down because those two are heavily correlated, so i wouldn 't be surprised if we see this go off somewhere in the plus one fifteen plus one ten range when it comes to kickoff i 'm going to go to Rashid rice he 's again one of my biggest opinions here i'm going to put in three hundred and fifty dollars on rice going over his sixty six and a half yard total. We talked to Mike Randall last segment talking about how San Francisco is going to try and take away Kelsey. I 100% agree. San Francisco is going to try and take away Kelsey. The way you've been able to move the football against the San Francisco team is attacking the outside. We've seen Rasheed Rice get just a plethora of targets. That's the second time Mm, I've used it this show. I like it. A plethora of targets so far in the playoffs. He's gotten 25 targets across three games. I think that continues here. I think he flies over that 66-and-a-half-yard total, so I'll put 350 there. And then I'm going to take my two favorite San Francisco players, and I'm going to parlay them up. Since I only have 150 bucks left, and I'm putting in a thousand total, I want to get some plus money here. So I'm not going to play these as separate. I'm going to play them together. So McCaffrey over that 89 and a half rush yards. Again, I think San Francisco comes out and absolutely pounds the football in the first half. We'll see. I expect a close game, which means you don't move away from McCaffrey, especially mm-hmm. if you're having success. And then use check over a half reception. I don't see a world where they don't try and get him the football at least once. And if you are in this Kansas City offense and you've got four legitimate weapons running around the field and you're worried about Purdy's legs... It's not hard for Juszczyk to just sneak out one play and get two yards, and that's kind of what I expect to see here. We've seen him have four catches so far in the playoffs. He's been running a ton of routes. They often have him on the field. He's one of the most utilized tight ends, or I'm sorry, fullbacks in the NFL. I think Juszczyk gets a catch, so I'll play 150 on a same-game parlay. McCaffrey over 89.5 rush yards. Juszczyk over a half reception for plus 200. I would have unders on here, but we're a week out. And we've talked about this consistently. I'm going to have more unders bet than overs. These are really the only overs that I like in this game outside of MVS. But for me, I want to wait to play those unders. So I don't want to get bad lines a week ahead of the game.
4: Yeah, now we will be here breaking down the game on Saturday next week. And so by then, there will be more props in my account. And so as the week progresses, those will get added. And when those do get added, of course, we will run down everything in our accounts on Saturday the stuff that we do have in there we'll let you know today that's that's already in the accounts but again there will be i mean my guess is probably another half dozen in my account at minimum by the time we do the show on saturday
5: yeah and we'll run through all of those on saturday including what unders we do like and saturday may be the right time to bet those as well because that's when I, I saturday night sunday morning is when i think we're going to see some of the bigger syndicates here in vegas start rolling in on the unders
4: let's really break down this game from an analytical perspective when we come back here on the handle
3: infinity presents a new chapter in luxury